Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Nearly fully staffed and ready for kids on their first day. I'm Luke Luker. 131,000 kids go back to school in Prince George's County. Masks have to be on. I'm Shana Stulen. Commander's rookie running back Brian Robinson shot and wounded in a D.C. attempted robbery. I'm Dick Iuliano. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Peter King, live at the Kennedy Space Center, where NASA was hoping to launch its giant moon rocket less than a half hour ago. Instead, Launch Director Charlie Blackwell-Thompson has called a scrub for today. NASA's Daryl Nail, there have been several problems overnight, but the showstopper ultimately was an inability to chill down one of the four main engines for flight. The so-called engine bleed makes them safe to fly. Engineers are now working on a plan to uh, continue gathering data about this particular engine and the bleed that uh, didn't work out. NASA's next launch opportunity is Friday. Engineers hope this problem can be fixed on the launch pad rather than back in the big rocket's hangar. I'm Peter King, live at the Kennedy Space Center. Now with more CBS News, here's Deborah Rodriguez. Employees at a Safeway supermarket in Bend, Oregon, hid in walk-in refrigerators after a gunman opened fire and killed two people. Heather Thompson lives across the street and heard 10 to 20 shots. And then another 10 to 20 shots. And by that time, I went inside and told my dad to get away from the window. When police arrived, they say the gunman was dead. Officers did not fire their guns. No word yet on IDs or a motive. A team from the Ukraine's nuclear watchdog agency is headed to southern Ukraine to inspect the Zaporizhia nuclear plant, which was knocked offline after shelling with Russia last week. The danger, a possible radiation leak. Ukraine's foreign minister, Dmitry Kuleba. Without an exaggeration, this mission will be the hardest uh, in the history of IAEA, given the active combat activities. Ukraine says it's just begun a long-awaited counter-offensive in the south. Catastrophic flooding has killed more than a thousand people in Pakistan. The country's minister for climate change, Sherry Raymond. This is a humanitarian disaster, Gene. Of very of, of epic proportions, thousands are without shelter, many are without food, and people are stranded. A new study suggests calling in sick may lower the risk of death. Here's CBS's Wendy Gillette. Getting paid sick leave could be linked to a longer life. That's the finding of researchers at Syracuse University. Their study shows laws requiring employers to provide paid sick leave reduce deaths from suicide and homicide among working age men and homicide and alcohol related causes among women. It's a record price for an old baseball card. I love Mickey. A 1952 Mickey Mantle card in mint condition sold for 12.6 million heritage auctions. Mike Provenzale. In the upper echelon for one of the most coveted baseball cards. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 903 Monday morning, August 29th. A hot summer day ahead. Mostly sunny highs in the low 90s for us.
Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen. And I'm Joan Jones. And the top local stories we're following this hour, hundreds of thousands of kids in this region went back to school this morning. A sure sign that summer's over. It's the first day of school for Montgomery County, where the public school system teaches about 160,000 students. In neighboring Prince George's County, 131,000 students begin their school year today. And it's the first day of classes, too, for Baltimore, Charles, and Howard counties, as well as Baltimore City. Now, some students are also starting classes in Anne Arundel County today as well. School buses are back on the road in Arlington and Falls Church today, too. And in the district, just over 50,000 kids are back in school this morning. The D.C. public school system is the only one in our area requiring some of its students to get a coronavirus vaccine. Well, many school districts in this region and all throughout the country, really, are having trouble filling teacher positions. We have learned that that's not the case in Montgomery County. WTOP's Luke Luker begins our team coverage from Rockville. Here, the school system is almost completely staffed. Today, we're staffed at 99%. We're going to have a qualified adult prepared to serve our children today in all of our classrooms. Superintendent Monifa McKnight says they have hired around a thousand new teachers into the system. They are ready. They participate in professional development for our substitute teachers who are supporting us for those vacancies that we're still trying to hire for. They also have been trained and ready. Montgomery County is also going to see some students in Gaithersburg walk through the doors of a brand new elementary school called Harriet Tubman Elementary and Rockville High School. Luke Luker, WTOP News. And our Shane S. Doolin is covering the first day of school in Prince George's County. I'm outside the Cherokee Lane Elementary School, one of 206 public schools in the county, welcoming back 131,000 students today, the second largest school district in Maryland. What's different this year, this is the first time all students will be back together in physical buildings since 2020. Speaking of the pandemic, kids and staff will have to have their masks on. Unlike neighboring D.C., no COVID tests required to come back to school, no COVID shots either. Schools will provide rapid tests, but only if a kid is symptomatic, and if they have COVID, they need isolated home for five days. Dr. Monica Goldson, who heads the school district, will come by later this morning to welcome school kids on their first day. In Adelphi, Shana Stulen, WTOP News. It's 9.05 and other news this morning. Washington Commanders rookie Brian Robinson was just about to begin a professional career that many thought could be one for the record books. Instead, he's in the hospital this morning after being shot. D.C. police say the 23-year-old running back was shot near 10th and 8th Streets Northeast around 5.30 Sunday afternoon. Police sources tell WTOP he was shot in the leg and suffered non-life-threatening injuries. Police recovered a gun and began searching for two suspects who left the scene. In a statement, the Washington commanders say Robinson was the victim of an attempted armed robbery or carjacking. Team officials went to the hospital where Robinson is being treated. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. D.C. police say they are looking for two male teenagers with long dreadlocks. Both were wearing dark-colored shirts with yellow smiley faces. A tweeted audio recording has led to threatening emails and phone calls at Children's National Hospital in the district. In the recording, the woman behind the conservative libs of TikTok Twitter account claims to be a mom of a transgender boy seeking a gender-affirming hysterectomy. She's reportedly told the child is in the clear for the procedure, reports the Washington Post. The hospital says the two employees heard speaking in the recording are call takers and provided false information. And they also don't deliver care to patients. Children's also says it does not perform the procedure on anyone under 18. Other hospitals, including Boston Children's Hospital, were caught up in similar situations involving the secret recordings by the social media account's creator. 
Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Up ahead on WTOP, looks like baby formula manufacturing is about to get back on track. It's 9.07. Here's a highlight from Chris Usserman, the Director of Security Architecture at Infoblox Federal on the Zero Trust Cyber Exchange presented by Kerasoft. Know what your goals are. Know what your enterprise looks like. Know what data you have to secure and where it is. Uh, and realize that it's a continuous improvement process. Forecast, budget, plan, and architect for that. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zero Trust Cyber Exchange.